Update time from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council every Tuesday just after 3 o'clock. My guest today, Ross Heyer. Hello, Ross. How are you on this Tuesday? Excellent. Let's uh, get some foundational stuff going here. Where are you from? I was born and raised in Jackson, Minnesota, which is just a few miles north of the Iowa line in uh, southwest Minnesota, Jackson County. Now, I think we've talked before. I've talked to so many people in my 11 years here at Northland. I think I made a joke about you being close to Iowa but not quite there, which is good for us because you're not from Iowa. (laughs) Yeah, we uh, we grew up with a lot of Iowegian jokes. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, But at the same time, we spent a lot of time on Lake Sokoboji and Spirit Lake, which somehow the border was made such that those got into Iowa. Yeah, yeah, well, um, mistakes do happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had to throw them a bone at some point. There you go, lake. you can have two lakes. All right, very good. So how did you gravitate toward the far north here? What happened there? I knew from a very early age, and with the help of my parents, my love of nature took me to my father's alma mater, which is the University of Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I graduated with a wildlife management degree from the St. Paul campus in 1978, and luckily I, I got on with a Ph.D. student who was working on ringneck ducks up at Rosso River wildlife management area right and that was of course a big adventure for me it might it probably was the furthest north i'd ever been well i know it was and we lived in kind of seclusion up there at roso river wma and it was uh, quite a joyful experience Mm -hmm. and from there i was lucky enough to get on with the uh, wetlands wildlife research office in bemidji with the section of wildlife in the dnr and I banded ducks for several years off and on, but in between there, I ended up at New Mexico State, of all places, for a master's hmm. program. Life's kind of funny. I got accepted at South Dakota State and New Mexico State on the same day after waiting months to hear from graduate schools, That's hoping something. I'd get in. Yeah. And uh, I chose to go as far from what was common to me as I could, and I'm so glad I did. New Mexico was a tremendous experience, uh, culturally diverse, all new habitats to learn, all new species of wildlife, and mm-hmm. uh, tremendous time there. It was hard for a lot of, there were a lot of northern kids in my class down there, and it was hard for us to leave, but we missed the seasons in the north so much that I ended up back in Bemidji and started my my career at that time in 1982. Okay. And uh, I'm guessing you're kind of looking at retirement here, maybe, short term. I've been retired three years, actually. Right? Ah, yeah. okay. I hit the mark on that I one. Retired after uh, 35 years of the section of wildlife. Yeah. Okay. So as much in... as I love my work, which yeah. I don't remember ever having a bad day. I'm sure there were some, but yeah, yeah. retirement is awfully beautiful, too. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, my guest is Ross Heyer, and the background's important because Ross has a passion, a love for wildlife, and he has a a skill, a talent for painting. And he has work on display right now tied to that topic of uh, wildlife. Up at Northland College, our campus in Thief River at the gallery there for the Arts Council. And if you would 
Ross, give us an overview of what's on display up there right now of your work. Anything to do with bird life. I think there's 10 artists, 9 or 10. Mm-hmm. And it's just a grand diversity of uh, artwork, uh, sculptures, um, cloth, uh, wooden structures, two-dimensional art, um, which mine is. I'm a watercolor artist, I guess. And it's really quite a an excellent show. It's, uh, and the gallery is a very good venue. I'm thrilled to, to uh, be the featured artist at this exhibit. And again, this display is on right now at uh, Northland College up in East Grand Forks. A lot of artists have their work on display. Ross has his work along with Stephanie Anderson of Foston, Doug Dolman of Thief River, Sherry Kruger of Badger, Minnesota, Zach Rowat of Roseau, Travis Handel of Warren, Ivy Bailey of Foston, Rock Bakken of Hallock, Betsy Sardiff of Grigla, Catherine Reining of Kennedy, Janet Johnson of Roseau, and Karen Monson of Plymouth, Minnesota, and Cindy Calling, who we talked to, I believe, last week for the Campbell Corner Show. Uh, she's from Gully, Minnesota. So a lot of fine work on display. And I know that uh, you can look at what's there in a video. Kristen Egerling from the Arts Council sent me a link. It's on YouTube featuring the exhibit. So if you would uh, Google Northwest Minnesota Arts Council on the YouTube channel there, you should be able to find that video. And I've been looking at a couple of examples of your work. It's fantastic, Ross. I'm very impressed. Well, thank you. Delved into watercolors, as I suppose, in my later high school years, just to try to have an outlet for my creative needs. And, of course, watercolors are somewhat inexpensive, and Mm -hmm. they're spontaneous, which... I don't think of myself as an impatient person, but I I tried painting oils one time, and it's just too slow, and not it just wasn't for me. So right. I've stuck with watercolors, and you know a lot of people say it's the hardest medium to, medium to uh, master, and I don't. Every time I complete a painting, Rom, I. I look at parts of it which amaze me, and I think, how did I, could I repeat that? How did I even do that? Right. So that's what amazes me about watercolors. And, you know, there's so many artists. Well, Minnesota has a lot of them. But in the country, in the world that do things with watercolors, that I look at them and I just go, I have no idea how they created this Mm -hmm. swirl or an explosion of washes. It's an amazing gift to have, I guess. Everybody has their things in life, and I'm lucky to have this one. I'm going to take a guess here, Ross, and you tell me if I'm on the mark or not. Uh, and and I, I do this with what I do in my profession in creating images with my voice. When I look at your work, I, I see not just hand to canvas. I see something from the heart, a passion you have. Because you work so long with wildlife, you know wildlife very well, and it goes beyond just the the fundamentals of brush and fingers and canvas and paint. I am what I am and who I am, but that's an exact statement that you just said that I hear from a lot of people who do uh, feel strongly about my work. Mm -hmm. You know, the 
being a biologist, I can stick in little whimsical things like there's a painting at this exhibit called The Regular Crowd. It's a painting that's been in my mind for years, and I finally did it this winter. It's a scene that 30 years ago would never have happened in northwest Minnesota, but now it's quite common. And Mm -hmm. the composition is a, a deer carcass under the snow with the regular crowd being a pair of eagles, several ravens, a crow, chickadees, and a couple magpies. And anybody that drives around at the northwest in the winter, northeastern North Dakota, northwestern Minnesota, sees this played out regularly because eagles have done so well. There's I see ravens fly over my house in Crookston now, which, you know, 20 years ago there wasn't a raven right. within 15 or 20 miles of Crookston. So yeah, yeah. some of these species have really gone up in numbers and are doing well. A lot of it related to high deer numbers in general. But the whimsical part of my mind, the whole time when I thought about this painting was to have weasel tracks crossing the front of the painting, which I don't know if a lot of people saw them, but they're the distinctive two pair tracks of a weasel. Mm -hmm. And then in the below a fence post in the far back left side of this painting are just the two black beady eyes of a short tailed weasel also looking (laughs) in on the venison meal. So I enjoy that part of, you know, nature. There's a lot more out there that humans just never notice, you know. I've heard this before. There's not a lot of wildlife up here in northwest Minnesota that's so untrue. They're not looking. Oh, <laughs> well, it's the, it's the gold mine of Minnesota. I mean, where the prairie meets the pines to yep. the east and then the Red River Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the valley itself is quite intensively farmed, obviously, but where you have some grass or a pasture, alfalfa, with a little bit of willow cover, the wildlife populations are amazing. How many works do you have on display up at the exhibit in Thief River? It's a crazy number. It's 61. Wow. 61. And a lot of that's just because of the pandemic. I painted yeah. a lot in 2020. I bet. I bet. And, uh, I also was kind of lining up. I had been slated to have a show in Fergus Falls, which the pandemic postponed. So mm-hmm. it just happened that the, the, uh, Emphasis of this exhibit hit the spot with a lot of paintings because it was birds, and I, I yeah. do paint bird life a lot. You know, not all the paintings are birds specifically. There's several of just feathers, like one called a corsage for a past flower, which has a prairie chicken feather stuck on a past flower petal. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of birds. Their feathers left behind tell us that they indeed were there, whereas right. we may leave a bit of skin or a, or nothing we you never know when other things are around well that's wonderful i uh, i've been looking at your work and i'm very impressed and it's it's great to have a venue like the arts council's gallery at northland to have that oh, it's just, yeah it's just tremendous. So tremendous yeah so tremendous so if you have a chance if you're listening and you're in the area a suggestion if i could make a point to stop by northland up in thief river and visit the arts gallery and take a look at the work by Ross and many others that's on display right now. And is your work uh, for sale? If someone sees a, a piece of art that they want to buy, can they do that? Almost everything is for sale, and amazingly, I think I've sold about 28 pieces already. So oh, that's great. A lot of it's price to go because, you know, 
practically. What mm-hmm. am I going to do with all these framed paintings? <laughs> we'll get a bigger house, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking the other way. <laughs> You're downsizing, right? <laughs> but, but there are uh, there's a series of paintings in the show, Rom, that are of Ecuadorian hummingbirds. Fifteen paintings. None of those are are for sale because I was in Ecuador in the early winter of 2019 and observed 33 of their 150 plus species of hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, I I thought a, a neat project for myself would be to paint all 33 species, and I've finished 15 so far. And so those 15 are on display there, yeah. but they aren't for sale. But okay. that's been a a real good challenge painting those birds. Sure, sure. You're halfway there. Well, very good. Yeah. And if folks want to buy uh, a piece of artwork from you, what's the process involved in doing that? Is there something up there in Thief River that allows them to do that? Yeah, there's uh, either my business cards are on a, a little table there. Okay. With my phone and email address. Right. Or I think they can just get in touch with... Uh, the Arts Council. Sure. I, I haven't had any issues so far with people trying to make get communication to me. All right. Again, the exhibit underway right now at the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council Gallery at Northland College, our campus in Thief River. Well, Ross, it's been a real joy. I'm glad we hooked up today, and uh, I'm very impressed with your work. And uh, thank you again. Enjoy your retirement. Thank you so much. I Really appreciate talking to you, and thanks for all the support in Northwest Minnesota for the arts. You bet. Awesome. You bet. Ross Heyer from Crookston, thank you again. Take care. Yep, stay healthy. The update from the Arts Council every Tuesday just after 3 on Pioneer 90.1.